0: This is the Pastor's Wife Podcast, and I'm Erin Munseth. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am recording this podcast episode to you guys from, I bet you will never guess. I am in a country inn in sweets in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> um, I think I've been to Omaha once in my life. And I think we were also just passing through at that time. So it's just kind of random, but our family is on a road trip right now to Colorado. And this is kind of the halfway point. So we were in Omaha, Nebraska, but I have to tell you the story, you guys. So we are on this road trip and we have our two little kids. So it's the four of us, our family of four, you know, kind of like the American dream. The family of four goes on a family vacation to Colorado. Um, but yeah, so we left yesterday and I had worked all day and my husband and my two kids came and picked me up from work and we left from work. So it was kind of a long day and we got in the car and we started going and I have been stressing you guys all week preparing for this, this road trip because I have a baby and a two-year-old. So I know very well that road trips are going to be like Long and tiresome and probably not go very smoothly, but I was prepared for that. So anyway, I think we actually did really well. We left and we got on the road and I got a bunch of new library books for my two-year-old. I got a bunch of new toys for him. We had tons of snacks and he also had like the option to watch Bluey. So we were just doing really good. And my, two, my five-month-old son, he did pretty good as well. We did have to stop and like feed him a couple times. Um, but he did really good. So anyway, the reason I'm telling you this story, you'll you'll get it. I'll just keep going. So we are we left around five thirty or six PM and we arrive in Omaha around like eleven ten, maybe. So we made pretty good time. So we're here at our country and its suites in Omaha Omaha, Nebraska and my, My husband, like, reserved this a long time ago, so he goes to go check us in, and there are, like, people standing in the lobby, and I'm like, okay, whatever, maybe it's just busy or a flight just came in or whatever, I don't know, but then it, like, takes a while for my husband to get up to the counter to, like, get our key, and I start hearing the lady at the counter, she's like, I'm so sorry, like, the rooms aren't ready, I'm going to see if she can get a room ready. She needs to get a room cleaned. The airline just canceled a flight and all these people are stuck here. The shuttle just brought them back. So I'm like sitting on the couch at 11 p.m. with my sleeping five-month-old baby in my arms and my two-year-old sitting right next to me. He's exhausted and tired and kind of cranky. And what I'm hearing is they don't have our room ready. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is like the worst. I'm like so mad. So we keep sitting there and Alex goes up and, and my husband goes up and asks like, okay, like, you know, I have a reservation. Um, like, can we get our room key? Like, you know, and she's just like at the counter, like, I'm so sorry. Like we're working on it. It'll probably just be like 10 more minutes. He's like, okay, like no problem. Like, we'll just wait. And I'm like, okay, well, this is frustrating, but like, it's fine. She's being really nice and she's really sorry and we can't really do anything about it. So we're like sitting on the couch, just chilling in the lobby. And um, yeah, it was, I was kind of frustrated, but at the same time, I was kind of just taking the vibe from my husband and like we were kind of vibing off each other and he's just like cool and like patient and considerate. And so I'm like, okay, it's fine, it'll be okay. And then more and more people walk into the lobby and are like, "Hey, like, are, we need our rooms?" And they are not as patient as my husband. This one guy is like, "What? You don't have any rooms? Like, this is unheard of. I've never in my life come to a hotel and them not have any rooms. Like, this is ridiculous. I am going to call corporate. Where is your manager?" Blah blah blah. And the poor lady at the counter is literally like, so so sweet and kind she's like literally trying to do her very best she's like I'm sorry sir like we're gonna get you in your room as soon as possible like I don't have any control over the situation an airline has like canceled a bunch of flights so there's a lot of people here right now and we just don't have enough workers Um, so as I'm sitting on the couch listening to this guy kind of like lean into her a little bit my attitude starts to shift I'm kind of like oh my gosh, he's right. This is unacceptable. Like I should be in my room. I'm a mother with two little kids and it's 11 p.m. and and I should be in my room. This is just uncalled for. Like this is crazy. So I was kind of starting to like have an attitude shift of like being so mad and entitled and angry. And then an hour goes by you guys and more people come in and this one lady came in and she was like yeah well i need a room because the airline canceled my flight and i can't believe we don't have any rooms why don't i have any rooms and it just goes on and on and on so basically this 15 minute wait turns into an hour and 15 minutes and we see the cleaning people walk out of the lobby and they both are just uttering things under their breath it's like midnight, you guys. They like shouldn't be working, you know, like this is a very bad situation for everybody. But it's not really anybody's fault either. You know, it's like the airline canceled a flight, everyone needs rooms at ASAP, nobody has their car. We have our car because we're not flying, but all these other people that are there unexpectedly. So it's just like a really, really like tough situation. And um, the cleaning people like walk out of the lobby and the lobby lady is like, hey, do you guys have rooms ready for them? And she's like, just give me 10 minutes. I need like a 10 minute break and then I'll go back up and get more rooms ready. And I'm like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like I was so, I was so mad. I didn't say anything, but my husband could clearly read my face and like see that I was mad. But You guys, I'm telling you this story because I think something that we both read recently, my husband and I, we have been reading JP's new book. Um, What is it called? It's called Why I Do What I Don't Want to Do by Jonathan Pakluda. And he's also the host of the Becoming Something podcast. And he is just an excellent teacher. We've been learning a lot from him, but... He had this chapter in his book on entitlement and gratitude. And honestly, you guys, if we had not read that chapter recently, I think we both would have been way, way more upset. Because let's be honest, when I walked into that hotel at 11 p.m. with my two kids, tired after driving six hours, I was, I was so entitled to having a hotel room ready for me so I could go to bed. And I just felt like there's no reason why I shouldn't have that. And because we read that book, I think it helped us like become a little bit more grateful for the fact that like, hey, we, our room isn't ready, but like we have a safe, clean place in this lobby to wait. And our two-year-old is doing just fine. He thinks it's kind of cool to be up past bedtime and my baby is sleeping. So it's really not the worst case scenario. And I need to be more grateful. That was like this attitude that came over me after um, after realizing that we were gonna have to wait for our room, and it was it was hard. Like my husband really kept th- the grateful attitude the whole time, but I was so entitled. I felt like there's just no reason why I can't have my room right now. And uh, the reason I'm telling this story is because I think we can all learn a lesson about like, hey, yeah, that was really really poor management, and this hotel needs to get it together but at the same time there's no reason they don't owe me anything there's no reason that I need to be so entitled to that room you know that's so american so sinful and so like selfish of me to just to just want everything that i feel like i need to have you know and i just had a real like heart check of like yeah i am entitled to this and like that's wrong i don't i don't need that right now and like we are safe and content here without it And God will provide something when the time comes. And like, this is like a reminder of patience and gratitude to be thankful for what we have right now and to be patient for what's to come. And nobody owes us anything. This is like a luxury to be able to go on family vacation, to be able to go on a road trip, to be able to stay in a hotel halfway through so we don't have to drive through the night. So it was just like this huge, like, yeah, reality check and like heart check of like, I am so entitled to these things. And instead of being entitled, I need to be grateful, sorry, grateful for what I do have. So I just thought it would be interesting to share that story. And maybe some of you will have a heart check as well. And just, you know, be reminded that we, we we're not really entitled to everything. And if we are, then maybe we're not grateful. Um, But this whole idea and this whole concept comes from Jonathan Pakluda's book, why I do what I don't want to do. So it's a great book if you want to read it. Um, But yeah, so we're on our second leg of the journey today. We have to drive a lot of hours today. So send prayers. But yeah, thanks for listening to this episode, you guys. I hope that you are encouraged. And yeah, just take a step back and um, be grateful. All right, I'll see you next time. Bye.